92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. There's rubble and dust, cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Everybody, happy Thursday. Uh, here on the Jeff Fox Show. It's going to be a, a hot one, Jeffrey. I can predict. That's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go out on a limb and tell you it is going to be a hot one. Also, we got football tonight. Browns versus the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson going toe-to-toe. Jeffrey, how do you see that one ending? I've already taken the under, Jeff. <laughs> Have you really? I have. I took it on. Let me ask you this: Tuesday. Did you bet it through your mother? Did, uh, you, did you get your mother to place the bets for you? No, I did not use her phone uh, to to log into my account to uh, try to throw them off the scent. Uh, you took the under. What's the over under? Uh, it is now thirty four currently, and we ain't scared. Uh, it is 34, Browns versus Jets. Who are the backup quarterbacks for these teams? Kellen Mond is starting, and if you would have said— okay, for which team is Kellen Mond starting? He's starting for the Browns, <laughs> and if you would have said, is Kellen Mond on a roster right now, I would have said absolutely not. Yeah, but you got you the, 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 the Jets have a legitimate top five pick starting, I presume. Isn't he starting? Is Zach starting? Uh, He's got to be, right? Let's see. Zach Wilson is well. A, no, you know, like a lot of times, these are like guys that get cut like after this week. For the they're not the even gonna, thing. they're not even gonna play that. Those dudes, they're not even playing the backups. Correct. Like more times than not, it ends up just being like, like the the like the guys that are like the last thirty guys on the roster. We got football, ladies and gentlemen. Don't pay attention to any of that negativity. Listen, I, I'm I've already bet it. I know. How worked. much negativity is there? <laughs> Uh, it's funny that you're betting that. I'm. I've decided that I'd yeah. prefer Jets Hall of Fame game and Browns will be quote. For the young guys, according to the Jets' official account. Uh, I'm instead going to win the Mega Millions. Mm. That's my approach. Like, you can go ahead and piddle around right. with, with whatever it is you're, mm-hmm. you bet on the under. I'm taking, I'm, the, I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the over $1 billion, and, uh, and I'm betting on Mega Millions. So that is I'm going to earn my money. Excessively, mm-hmm. uh, excessive heat warning uh, today, by the way, from 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Um, so, uh, so that should be <laughs> that should be uh, wildly entertaining. By the way, clear this up for me before I set the lineup for today. All right. How are all these people getting caught betting? In other words, it, 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 I know there's lots of surveillance and all this yeah. stuff, right? But I can't believe that 
every gambling site has the name of every Division One athlete, every and every professional athlete, and whenever a name of that athlete or his mother or father pops up, they turn it into the constabulary. I just don't that. So how then does it? How does it work? How do they catch these people? Uh, it's do you all. Know? It's all geolocated. So because obviously you have to bet from your phone, right? And then it is. It. I mean, it's tied to like. I mean, okay, when, so when you so sign up for these I'm things, you have to use like your, your I'm a quarterback, name. and I'm betting from a bar. Mm-hmm. How, how do they know that I'm a quarterback? I. I mean, in the end, like who turns me in? Do the and do the gambling? I know the. It's the gam. The gambling companies are the ones that usually. And how do the hell the they know that I'm a quarterback? If it's my, my if if it's if if I'm if I'm a quarterback for Furman or whatever the sure. hell it is for some. And I and and it's and I'm the brother yeah. of a quarterback. Let's just say I get my brother, and he's a he's a physics student. He's mm-hmm. not a quarterback at all, like me. And uh, how the hell do they know? I mean, the the simple answer is like it's somebody's job to know because in the end, it's all trying to regulate the sport. Well, I know that. I just find it even though it's someone's job to know, I find it remarkable that they know <laughs> that they know at that. I mean, they would obviously know if they uh, knew the backup kicker. So you're a walk-on backup kicker. To your point, or did someone have to snitch on that kicker? I don't Do you think, think they just no. identified yes. a backup kicker. The way it's even usually if been he happy. wasn't betting at the practice facility. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We we may get into that at some point. Today's lineup. Let's see. Oh, I'm excited about it because we got uh, the we got the continuing adventure of Partha Padia from the uh, Dominican Republic. Or the DR, as the cool kids say. I'm resisting the DR. I, I, you know, the, you're going to start living the gimmick, though. You've been saying it enough, like kind of sarcastically. A, right, yeah. That yeah, you're going to start living the gimmick. What does that mean? It, it's like when Ric Flair became Ric Flair. It means oh, I see. You start, gonna, the, the the thing that anyway, Parth is going to. We're going to try to get it. We're going to try to connect with Parth in the next segment. He was there courtside for that scene last night. As the Memphis Tigers go down to the uh, Dominican national team, ninety-one to eighty-four, we'll talk a little bit about that before that. But Parth is going to join us from the Dominican Republic. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we shall see in the next segment. So we'll get his first-hand account. Chris Harrington, straight up at ten o'clock. Got more NBA stuff and other stuff to talk to Chris about. And then, because it is Thursday, Writer Than Right Trivia. We play Writer Than Right Trivia on Thursday. Kevin Cerrito joins us. Uh, Jeffrey, after stumbling two weeks ago, back on the winning track last week. Jeffrey, what is uh, what is some lucky contestant going to be playing for today? Jeff, we've got another double prize today. You'll be playing for two tickets to go see Three Doors Down. It's August 11th, so a week from tomorrow night at Bank Plus Amphitheater. We will also have two tickets to uh, see the 901 Wrestling Wild Card Rumble. Those are courtesy of Kevin Cerrito. So another double prize oh, that's today. That's great. Uh, so anyway, we'll do that in the second hour. So Parth, hopefully, and then Chris Harrington, and then writer, then write trivia. Uh, we'll start with last night's extravaganza. We had actual basketball. Uh, the Memphis Tigers playing the Dominican uh, national team. And I have to say this. If these Tigers get to the final four, I'm going to write sports columns. I just want to let you know. I just, Heads want, up. I just want to let you know. Like I've, 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 I haven't given up uh, the radio show. 
but I have largely transitioned from writing sports columns into other columns. And uh, watching that unfold last night, as difficult an enterprise as that was uh, to watch, really. Um, Are you fluent in Spanish now? I, uh, I, I was able to, the, the, the triple mm-hmm. I was able to figure out that that's a three. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit after that. I got a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. But I thought, honestly, all things being all things considered, it was a hell of a performance by Memphis. I, I, I uh, listen. First of all, it, the watching was interesting. <laughs> the watching was interesting. You know, I'm watching on my phone on a little screen, and they're speaking Spanish, and I don't recognize anybody. Right? Yes. So you have to have your like your. Your roster pulled up over here. Uh, no, that's not true. I, rest- I recognize Lester Quinones. Yes. Right? You recognize and, and more. Yes. Yeah. And I recognize Jaden. Well, there was also confusing jerseys at first. You're like, wait, which one's running? Which one's Memphis? 100%. So it was, it was confusing. We don't know any of these dudes. We don't really know what they look like. I mean, it gets to be when you follow a team that, of course you recognize the players. You sure. recognize the silhouette. You recognize everything about them. You don't need numbers or rosters or whatever. But at this stage of a team that is literally assembled on the fly, uh, it's it's going to be figured out, well, who's that again? You know. So there was certainly a little bit of that. And then there was the Spanish. Uh, it was like even the broadcast, though, was entertaining. I was entertained when they put up the, the, uh, the Hardaway family graphic. Mm-hmm. Right when the Hardaways yep. were on the floor together, and they put up the Hardaway family graphic, and and it was a scene down there. Big Poppy, uh, it, it 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 made you understand that this was not playing the waiters in the Bahamas. A hundred percent. This was this was uh, well, it was an event. It was the Dominican national team that is about to play in the FIBA World Championships, and. And if they can't beat a team from Memphis that is just thrown together, they're going to get their ass kicked when it comes to FIBA. Um, They've got pros on the team. um, And there was a 23rd ranked ranked national team in the world, Jeff. And there was a total, uh, yes, 23rd ranked national team. And there was a totally amped up crowd that was clearly making this an event. It was, as they say in the Dominican Republic, lit. Mm hmm. Uh, plus, oh, by the way, the bus broke down on the way to the game. It didn't break down, but it got stuck. It couldn't be tri- Parth said that it, it couldn't quite make a certain turn, and they ended up half a mile from the arena. Uh, Penny and the staff walked to the <laughs> walked to the uh, arena. The players got picked up and shuttled by smaller vehicles to the arena. So none of this was ideal for the first game. And then you go down by 23. Mm-hmm. And like those tigers do, Jeffrey, they scratched and clawed. they scratched, and they just because the bus break down breaks and, down doesn't mean you give exactly up. Exactly right. They scratched and they, they kept clawed, walking. and they got it to one possession late, and that the Dominican had to be wondering about that twenty-three ranked national team, mm-hmm. or wondering what manner of tiger. What are there tigers in the Dominican? I will look. Are there tigers in the Dominican Republic? Because these tigers. Once they got their bearings, they looked like they uh, fit right in. Um, I really do think, like, it was and, – and by the way, David Jones playing for the other team, damn impressive. Uh, according to uh, 
KiskeaLife.com uh-huh. of the five popular animals that do not exist. Uh, there's no panthers. I'm still... Bears, tigers, leopards, jaguars, mountain lions, none of these animals exist in the forests or mountains of the Dominican Republic. So the only tigers yeah. in the Dominican Republic were, were, were the Memphis mm-hmm, Were in blue. Um, but I thought as a group to come back to get to a to to get it to a three point deficit in that those circumstances against that team, I thought it was pretty damn impressive. Um, your global thoughts, Jeffrey? Are we really going to make a big deal out of this? No. Okay. But we're going to make it's not I, a big deal out I of do, it. But we I are going to extract from it. You know what it is? I'm going to always extract from it what there is to extract from it. Right. Yes. I think what all we saw caveats is, apply. I think what we saw is. This team certainly has the makings of being a very good team. Yeah, there's a lot between this and and being a very good team. But also, like, yes, they scratched and clawed, but was that also perhaps maybe a Ryan Silverfield special in which the final score in the fourth quarter looked a lot different than the game? I suppose, could be. Um, I, I, listen, my, my biggest concern about this team um, will be all the chemistry stuff, right? As I said, yeah. The, uh, and not not that not that there's any sense that there's or even hint of bad chemistry. Not that there's just any teams that have played together longer. It's just, yeah, I know what you mean. Teams that have played together longer, and all the things you like about this team are all the things are a lot of the things that make you think. Well, I wonder how that's going to go. Hundred percent right? agree. When you have when you have multiple players on your team who are leading scorers on other teams. Yes. When you have two players on the on your team who are preseason conference. Uh, players of the year for other teams when you have players who are older and therefore thinking about, let's be honest, getting on with it and getting to the NBA and building their resume to get to the NBA or to some other professional league. When you have all those things happening, it can gel perfectly or it can be too many egos in the room. A problem. Yeah. yeah. It can be a problem. Too many agendas in the room. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame, by the way, don't blame anyone for having those agendas. Like I, if if I were in the situation of almost any of these players, my agenda would be: How do I start making lots of money with my skills? That's my that that is my biggest agenda and item. And and yes, one way to do that is to win a lot of games, get to the Final Four, go to the Sweet Sixteen, do whatever you can, show you can be a great team player, etc. Doesn't always work that way. People don't always doesn't always. So that is my yeah. But there's also the flip side of that argument, and this would be the other case that I'd make. A lot of these guys, if they could make a lot of money, would have already done it. Correct. And so, but they—they're they, planning to make money, though. They do mean to make. If it's not a lot of money, they plan to. You don't think any of these guys are going to go? Uh, uh, I think what I, what, go I, sell what I would say is next year. No, I—I I think a lot of these guys though probably thought they were going to be NBA players right. once upon a time, and they've realized that, that that's, they're not going to be NBA players. But correct. they're still DeAndre. Like DeAndre, still, I think that's a DeAndre is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. If he gets to be on this team. He's not coming back to, to make it to the NBA. Right. But you don't think John, Javon Quinterly has aspirations to play basketball somewhere next, you know, after he's done at Memphis and done in college basketball and it matters to him to impress scouts? Uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there is that to a certain degree. But also, if Quinterly wanted to just go make money playing in Europe, he could go do that he already. Could go do that right now. Um, so you think the uppermost in these guys' minds is to win a championship? 
I do not. Define which matters more. To are you me. saying like win, cut down all the nets, or are you saying like to win a conference title? Uh, no, no. Like, like, are they more? Int- if you say what is most important to you, ultimately, winning, and you got a truthful answer, mm-hmm. winning or making money playing basketball. Probably making money playing basketball. Uh, that's what I think. That's my point. Um, so um, a- again, I'm not saying they're not a bunch of winners. They could be scrapping winners. I was impressed. I'm taking stuff away. So, and in, and in fact, the truth of the matter is, what really impressed me about it is. How many good good players? Like it looks like if once I I could figure out who was who on this screen, mm-hmm. like Javon Quinterly down the stretch was making plays and running the team. Mm-hmm. Ends up thirteen and seven. Caleb Mills eighteen points looked good. I thought um, honestly, Carl Scherenfont. I think he was the most su- surprising. Like a guy who I don't think most people thought going into this would be. Uh, scrapping and clawing, is that what we said? Yeah. Uh, for minutes. I thought he was really impressive. Athletic. Um, seemed to have some sense of things defensively. Um, and some of this is just who shot well on a given night in the Dominican Republic, right? Like, there's certainly part of that. I mean, I also thought that was a big part of of what was impressive. Like, you saw, like, this team, I felt like, shot the basketball much better than we were used to seeing. But the whole problem with all of this is, what is the context? Oh, no. Yes. It, it, all, all it is is one game, but we can't change. We can't have five games to talk about. We no, only I, I'm have one. Um, David Jones was a monster for the Dominican Republic. He was five of five, 12 points, looked great uh, for the Dominican Republic. Uh, Jordan Brown looked like he could run up and down the court a yeah. few more times to get ready for the regular season, didn't you think? Yeah, no, I. I Maybe he could work himself into a little bit. He wasn't quite in. I don't know how I feel about my prediction yesterday that he could be the leading scorer. I think that would be one of the, the takeaways because right. it does seem like uh, this is going to be it's going to be an, it's going to this going to be a guard operation. And I think it's going. I didn't think he looked like he was in great shape. Again, yeah. I, you know, whatever. Like we'll 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 see. Um, and the season isn't starting now, but it certainly yes, it looked like a guard operation. Like the players who you thought would be good look would look good. Honestly, Nick Jordan with ten, uh, Jaquan Walton. With 10, Caleb Mills with 18. Um, I thought, you know, all things considered, it was a it was a good performance. And I don't know how the bonding is going to go, Jeffrey, but that is a kind of a bonding experience, right? The way everyone talked about it, including the reporters who were there, like they were like felt grateful. That just was to a be fun atmosphere. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. fun. You're like going to remember that. Yes, 100%. And, um, and so is that something to build on? We will see. Lester, by the way, 30 points. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a great exchange in Parth story today. Um, he, Penny evidently, <laughs> this, is, this is quoting Penny. Penny evidently was, said he was, he, I was teasing him. I was saying, uh, you didn't have that in your bag. When, you didn't have that when you were at Memphis. Mm-hmm. To which she said, and Penny's reporting this, yes, I did. <laughs> It's a little it's a little bit of a dick. Yeah, I actually did have this when mm-hmm. I was in Memphis. You just didn't avail yourselves of it. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably some truth to both of those things. Don't you think don't you think the proof is in between somewhere? He's clearly gotten better and He's, more yes. skilled, hundred percent, but he also might have been able to do more than he was asked to do at Memphis. I yeah, think both I, those things can partly be true. I also think that Lester probably would have played a fourth year if like I it had he been unleashed. Yeah. I, I do think like I don't think like I don't think that there's like bad no, 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 blood, no. but it was not like 
No, I don't everything's think there's, a-okay. There's no bad blood at all. I don't yeah. believe there's bad blood. But if you, I 100% believe that Lester believes. Yes. I was not, un, I, had, I, was not used I had, pro- had yeah. to go to the NBA to get unleashed. Agreed. Right? I, I 100% believe that Lester believes that. Um, whether, whether it's true or not, whatever. Agreed. Obviously, he that's was a, a very good. That's a different conversation. He was a very good college player. Uh, and I, and everyone in Memphis is happy for him. And that was a super fun night last night. Other things, again, we'll, we'll talk more about this with Parth in the next segment. He was courtside. Uh, other things to get to. I, I, it's, I have a little bit of a dilemma. All right. In that I am so over realignment talk. Yep. But it has never been, in fact, a lot of the times when we've talked about realignment, it's it has theoretical. It's been totally yes. theoretical and like, Oh, what, well, this could happen. Yeah, what this if, could happen. Yes. What if this could happen? And you said, well, now I am really over it. I, I really am totally over it. It disgusts me. Um, I find it appalling. Mm-hmm. And yet, and also depressing from the Memphis angle. And yet, it's never been more relevant. Yes. Right? I mean, it is, the worlds are crumbling right now and so i do think we've got to get into it well it's uh, like the worlds are crumbling but it's like to what degree and how quickly are they are they crumbling yeah the two big things well the, we've, the, we've the, got a we've got a meeting tonight in arizona the three big things that are sort of unfolding we know colorado's gone so now it's arizona arizona state utah is that happening when that's happening and as jeffrey pointed out meeting Tonight, Tonight, I think at eight Board of Regents uh, in Arizona. So, um, so that is happening. Separately, we now have reporting that the Big Ten is renewed, renewing talks at least preliminarily with Jeff. They're just doing their due diligence. It would be insulting to the rest of the members to not explore this. Oregon and Washington, and then separately, we have Florida State. Kicking and screaming and kicking mm-hmm. and screaming and throwing a freaking tantrum about the yep. fact that they're still in the ACC. So we have all of those things unfolding. Um, let's take them in reverse order. Okay? All right. So you want to start with Florida State? Yeah, because one of the one of the then the questions is this. Um, as it pertains to Memphis, in some ways. The ACC falling apart would be the best thing that could happen to Memphis. Yes. So now we used to root for, if you're if you're a Memphis fan, you sh- you at one point should have been rooting for the Pac-12 to hang together, so a spot opens up in the Big 12 that Memphis might slide into. Okay. Yes. You can root for that if you want, but I don't think that's happening. Oh, I think now more than ever, right? It's not happening because the like there. I even saw some chatter like, well, if if the SEC and the Big Ten are going to go to 20 teams, what would stop the Big 12 from also continuing to add, continuing to add on top of these three schools? And the reality is they will not get – like essentially what ESPN and Fox are doing to the Big 12 is every time they add a Power 5 school, they say here's another $32 million. Right. And that would not be the case. When? Correct. If you're – right. If, you're if you had Memphis or you had San Diego so, State. Um. So, so now, if you're a Memphis fan, I, I, it seems to me that the most realistic thing to root for is the ACC falling apart 
And then, and we've talked about this for a long time, schools that actually seem like kind of a natural fit yes. with Memphis, most notably Louisville, that you might be able to somehow connect with the shards of the remaining whatever's left of the ACC. Yes. Right? I think that's the best, I think that's the best shot. So the, um, the problem there is that they're locked in. They're locked yeah. in till the problem is everyone keeps asking about this grant of rights. Like, how are you going to beat this grant of rights? And Florida State's answer yesterday was, "Don't worry, we're going to do it." Right? They didn't. They, they have no. Literally, their TV. They have signed over their TV rights until thirty six. What is it? Thirty twenty thirty six. Yes, twenty thirty six till twenty thirty six. Now, and then, and then beyond that, like honestly. Florida State's been trying to get into the SEC for forever. Mm-hmm. And the SEC has said, yeah, you know, here's the problems with Florida State and the SEC. Sure, it, it seems natural, right? Florida State yeah. and Clemson seems natural to get those two. They're both kind of, they feel like SEC schools. Yeah. Um, but um, Florida wouldn't be enthusiastic. No, but that— Now, mind that- you, Texas A&M wasn't enthusiastic about Texas, but Florida State ain't Texas. Yeah, that that mindset has gone away. The it, gentleman's agreement right. officially. It doesn't dead. expand your footprint. Yes, particularly you're already in Florida. Like it doesn't. Like it, yeah, you have North Florida already. Yeah. They, they Florida State, good program, but let, let's be clear, they ain't Texas. No. Uh, they're twenty nine and thirty in but the last five years. But they have a national title before, more recently than Texas. <laughs> yeah, and the truth of the matter is, and so would are you really willing to? Pay Florida State so Florida State can find it in their work that it is worth their while to get out of this uh, deal with the ACC, which will cost a huge amount of money. Or maybe the better hope, and maybe it's not at all, Jeffrey. But let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If eight AC and C schools want to get out of the deal, yeah, they can vote to dissolve. You can get out of the deal, and we know that seven have talked about it, right? Yes. The SEC would very clearly prefer, it seems to me. Duke and North Carolina. I don't know about Duke. I think North. If you said I think North they Carolina, go together, though. If you said I, North, Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina, I don't, State, I don't think North Carolina, Virginia. I think North Carolina, and Virginia is who I would there say. There are other schools. Okay, let's put it there. There are other schools in the ACC that they would definitely prefer. Yes. Like I think they think of like North. Carolina. So they could hang out and say, and then honestly, if if you're blowing, if you're Florida State and you're blowing up the ACC and you're not getting to the SEC, what's in it for you? Because North Carolina is getting into the ACC instead of you. That's that's why. I don't think that they're doing – I think Florida State's playing point for a lot of schools. I don't think that they're doing this – I don't think they're going Are they rogue. also doing this in order to try to get a little more money out of the – to start having no, instead of equal – No, I, I don't think – because even they've even talked about it. Like, even if they got the most extreme version of whatever they called it, merit-based, I think, revenue, I think that's how they said it, they even said, like, okay, so now you're going from, you know, it was like $29 million, or a deficit of – 29 million instead of 34. He's like, it's still, it's still, All right. we can't recover from that. Or is, the, is well, there, let's words? go to, let's go to the next topic, yep. which is the big 12, the big 10 and looking at Washington, Oregon, and maybe Stanford and Cal. Yes. Uh, to get to 20. It is kind of interesting here. Like if Washington, Oregon, Stanford and Cal are so valuable, why couldn't they get a decent TV deal? I think that's, they're and, not so you have to you have to remember it's not just that they're looking at them they're also looking at them at a reduced rate right they're they're looking at them to not come in 
as you're not going to get the full Big Ten share of money. Yeah, I think if like most the number, people I, are reporting forty one million, yeah. they would be getting a discounted amount of money. And by the way, all of this, to be clear, every bit of this is driven by TV. Yes, it's whatever TV wants. Yes. right. If if and now there would be an advantage in that you sort of lock down the West Coast, right? You've got you've already got you USC, have like a West UCLA, Division, yeah. and now you have a. For Olympic sport travel, it makes it a you have a pod out there, a Western pod that can all they can play each other. You got late games. You got like that's a that's a big one. You now have four window, four TV windows. Uh, so all right, so let's uh, and then you've got the 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 three schools that may be going to the Big Twelve. So let's go predictions here, Jeffrey. All right, and now we'll take them in the other order. What's going to happen with the Big Twelve? I think the same thing that we that was reported in February is now coming to fruition. So it's going to be Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado are all going to the Big 12. And that will be within the week? We'll learn that? I, I think you could learn it tonight. Tonight. Right. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I was going to look extra time in case there yeah. needed to be some more deliberations. That will happen, boom, now. That's. I think that's the next official domino. Okay. Will those four West Coast schools go to the Big 10? And when will that happen, if so? I'm going to say yes and before the season starts. That will happen now, basically. Yeah. I mean, so what, within the month. And I think they're going to take all four. So then they take all, they take all four. That leaves Washington State and Oregon State. Congratulations, you're now members of the Mountain West. And you join the Mountain West. Yeah. By the way, I, I don't, I don't like it for them. I I, I feel bad for them, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the weird things about being on the outside looking in as Memphis is, is you could look at all these schools that were on the inside, just counting their money, and and they were on the inside by accident of history, not because they're particularly compelling, sure. right? And so, like now we're seeing. I mean, if you were going to be a little Schadenfreude here, right? You could say, "Look, look now, look how it works now." Correct. You can. Like, you can how do you like it? Now, how do you yeah. like it now? You can get tossed out of the club. You, you, all you people were keeping us out of the club. Now you're getting tossed out of the club. How do you like it now out here in the cold? Mm-hmm. I still feel bad for them. Okay, so then I uh, feel bad for them because, like, they they care. They care exactly. Honestly. I don't think Stanford and Cal deserve. They don't care at all. They don't they care don't at all. And honest, like, I don't think they deserve it for multiple reasons. Number one, they don't deserve it from a brand perspective. Nobody cares about watching them, and they don't. They haven't like. They are not committed to sports. They don't care about it. They care about. They care about. They can, They don't care about sports as professional sports the way that TV, TV sports. They care about their diving team. Yeah, and they do. They and care they, about. They, and really, they don't even really care about that. They just like saying we have winners and Olympians. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Um, but I've seen. I've seen a Stanford track here, of it. The, it wasn't like there's ten thousand no, people. No, no, you know, no, or no, at the no. diving. No, event. they just yeah. They no. like having. Nobody goes to those games. Nobody correct. cares. They care about. Solving the problem, worlds of the problem, or making a lot of money or something, whatever else, which yeah. is good, but it doesn't get you. It doesn't. But get that's you, not what this is not about. What this yeah. is about. Um, and then okay, so then we've solved that one, and so then what happens to the ACC? I think this is the beginning of the end of. I uh, so essentially what? How I, is it going to fall apart? So I think what Florida State said was, I think I was trying to read between the lines, and my best interpretation was. We are prepared to go to court over this, and we're going to take you to court in Florida, and I don't think you're going to like 
going to court in Florida because we think this is just a piece of paper and we're getting out of it. I think what they were saying yesterday was, give us a number. I think that was the beginning of a negotiation, and I also think that Florida State, as I said earlier, I don't think they're operating alone. I think they're just playing point on this because Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia, they're all charter members, and I think politically they have to be a little more careful. And I think Florida State said, screw it, we'll play the bad guy. Like with Phil, when Phil Mickelson would live golf, like right. he's like, I'll, I think Florida State was doing the same thing. You think they're playing, and so the, you think they will get the eight. They need to get eight to get out. I don't even think they need to get eight. I think they just need to figure out what's a settlement to get it, to leave the, leave the league and not give up their television rights. I think. Well, it's funny when you are the league mm-hmm. and you have the and you have a contract that says you have the television rights. Well, first off, no one's seen the contract, right? But presumably, if it wasn't a pretty damn good contract, they would have left a long time ago. Perhaps. I think what they said yesterday is we're we're gonna we're prepared to see you in court. Yeah, I I I, I don't doubt that. I just I I I, I think they're gonna have forking over a lot of money if they preferred to see you in court. I oh I, I think they could be forking over the type of the type of number that you're like oh my god. It and is then important I do to think note though. I think though they can uh-huh. the understanding. Is that yes? You'll see. Like, let's say it's five hundred million dollars, which I've heard that number thrown out. It's five hundred million dollars over the next thirteen years. So, like, the length of that deal. So that makes it. It's not like you're right. forking over. And then, and then okay. Front. So then, where does any? So okay. So you're you're predicting implosion for the ACC, and then who goes where from the ACC? I'm gonna say, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, Virginia go to the SEC. And I don't know after that. Those are my guts on on those those four. What are, what are other possibilities after that? Well, the other possibilities is like, what if they take like those four? They take Miami. They take Virginia Tech for political reasons. Uh, they take NC State for political reasons. Uh, All this to the SEC. Yeah, in and like what, and go to like a twenty-four team league. I mean, if you're going to take twenty, who cares? What, what what's the difference between twenty and twenty-four? You're already at this absor- like exorbitant number. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Parthapadiai uh, coming up next. He uh, is in the Dominican Republic. At least we're going to endeavor to talk to him before that. He's got the Zoom link and he's good to go. Before that, let me tell you that uh, it's Thursday, so you can start thinking about brunch. Yep. And you, that means you can start thinking about Bounty on Broad uh, for brunch. You want the uh, pork belly Benedict with the poached eggs, the hollandaise, and, of course, the pork belly. You want the fried oyster omelet with white cheddar, salsa verde, and creme fraiche. Fresh, damn it. Uh, you want the uh, wild mushroom Spanish omelet uh, with caramelized onions in there, uh, shiitake mushroom, all that. They've got a fantastic chicken thigh. Uh, for brunch, they got the Bounty Bloody Mary, Bounty Breakfast Shot. But here's the thing, honestly. Brunch, you you wake up Sunday, and you want to go somewhere, and 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 it'll brighten your day. Like it's a beautiful old restored building. You go ahead, you order that Bounty Blair Bloody Mary, and you just settle in, and you enjoy Sunday. You enjoy Sunday, you enjoy your brunch, you enjoy the people you're with, you enjoy the fact that this fabulous restaurant is right there on Broad Avenue. 410 813 
2519 Broad Avenue. It is one of my absolute favorites, Bounty on Broad. Parth from the Dominican Republic coming up next. Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Trisha Crick with BetQL. Pat Mahomes is the reigning MVP, and there's no way he can repeat, can he? Guess again. Why? Pat Mahomes has never had a top 10 defense like he's projected to have this year. More three and outs for the other team means more time for the ball in Mahomes' hands, which means more yards, stats, points, and votes for the two-time MVP. So bet Mahomes for MVP at plus 650 and thank me later. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your engine with Syntec Full Synthetic Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is designed for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction and wear. Get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic in a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $33.99, plus two times O Rewards points. Limit supply. Choose Syntec exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. From brilliant to beautiful, we've heard lots of words used to describe the Sissy's Log Cabin experience, but we think one sums it up best. Extraordinary. Here, you'll find an unparalleled selection, impeccable service, and an experience that makes you feel like family. Shop online at sissyslogcabin.com or stop by one of our six locations. Find your trusted jeweler for a lifetime only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. 
Hey folks, Ryan McElroy here with Sunrise Buick GMC. I know the temps are going up, but the prices are dropping here at the Sunrise Super Summer Sale. Huge selection of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Discounts up to $6,500 and a $12 million used car inventory. If you're not 100% happy with your car, don't pay another penny on it. Top dollar for trade-ins or we'll just buy it from you. Bad credit, slow pay, bankruptcy, it's okay at Sunrise. Call, click, or come on in to any of the three Sunrise locations here in town. Covenant Pike, Wolf Chaser, Carnival. Come check us out at sunrisememphis.com. We'll make it fun to buy a car. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. The U.S. women's soccer team is taking on the world, and you can take home bonus bets every time they win with FanDuel because right now, new customers get $100 in bonus bets guaranteed plus another $10 of bonus bets for every Team USA win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Smith and sign up between now and August 3rd, then place your first $5 bet to unlock your bonus bets. That way, you'll be all set to bet on everything from total points to player props all tournament long. You don't have to be a World Cup expert to have fun betting the World Cup on FanDuel. They've got a bunch of pre-made bets. Have fun with. You'll get paid fast however you want to play. Don't miss your chance. Get $10 in bonus bets for every Team USA win, plus $100 in bonus bets guaranteed. Go to FanDuel.com slash Smith to sign up today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issues, non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire in seven days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789. 1912, 1900, 1911, 1853, and now 1837. This is Shell Dunn Rosengarden with Mark's Ben Storff Realtors. I have just sold one of the oldest homes in Shelby County. No brag, just fact. I'm very proud of selling homes across the age spectrum, and I can sell yours, whether it was built in the 1800s, the 1900s, the 2000s, or if it's only two years old. I may have the worst golf game in town, and I rarely make a par, and forget about birdies, I do real estate. That's why my golf game is so bad. I spend most of my time taking care of my clients. I have a highly successful strategic marketing program and tell people to talk to two to three brokers but make sure that I'm one of them. Remember, when you want the job done, call Shell Done. Call me now at 483-0546 or email me at memphisrelocate.com. That's right. Relocate is my middle name. memphisrelocate.com or 483-0546. I'm waiting for your call or email. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 
Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, get 10% off all kitchen cabinet orders of $1,000 or more. Plus, MVP's Pro Rewards members earn double the bonus points on select stock cabinets through August 4th. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Must ask cashier to apply discount barcode at time of purchase. Discount on cabinet purchase only. Coupon cannot be used with any other discount. Filed 727 through 89. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Hi, my name is PJ Vote. I host the podcast Search Engine, where every week I hunt down the answers to the questions I can't get out of my head. Like, why are drug dealers poisoning their customers with fentanyl? Or, is my local sushi restaurant a part of an international scam? Or, how sad are the monkeys at the zoo? If you, like me, find this world bewildering, but also sometimes enjoy being bewildered by it, check out the show on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. All right, back on the Jeff Calkins Show. Joined now from the Dominican Republic, we hope, by Partha Padia. He was there last night. Partha, are you here today? Partha. I am here. Oh, there I'm you here. are. I hope I'm loud and clear. Are you, you're in your hotel room? I am. I am. So how was that experience last night? Man, I can't even – there's not even words to describe it, man. It was uh, certainly unique. The The two-hour bus ride there was was an experience – um, or I should say, I guess, car ride. The the team bus was following us, um, and then failed to to make a tight left. Wait, turn. so hold on. So um, was there a, the, was there a convoy? How did it work? Yeah. How did the whole thing work? How many cars were in buses were in this convoy? Right. So um, it was a Jason Munz and I in a Sprinter van uh-huh. in front of the team bus with a police escort. Um, <laughs> the van had you know the the Stansberry family. Uh, uh-huh. I believe I believe her name is pronounced Mio Stansberry and. Um, his other two kids, not, not Noah, obviously. They were in the, the sprinter team. van with you. Yes. And Laird Veach were all in the sprinter van with us. Cause, uh, we, Jason Munns and I were kind of terrified to, to, to drive from really? um, La Romana to, um, Santo Domingo, man, there's like no traffic laws here. Like there were <laughs> multiple four way intersections that had no traffic lights, no stop signs, nothing. You just kind of, you know, you just kind of go and hope, um, and it, it took a while to get there. And once we got there, there were people everywhere. Like, I don't know if that was a tailgate area or, or a hangout spot, what it was. But, you know, half a mile out from the arena's entrance, there's just a swarm of people. Mob people of people. Are, okay, so then where was the – did you see the bus take this turn? What happened? Yeah, the bus was behind us. Um, and it was a tight turn even for the van that we were in. Um, and the bus tried to make it, but it – you know, it, it just couldn't quite hit it, right? Um, the players had to be shuttled off the bus, and Penny and the staff ended up walking. So they just got, they to tried to make this turn, and they got stuck because they didn't make, couldn't make the turn? Or they, they got stuck. 
they got stuck. They they tried to they tried to hit the left turn and the bus just wouldn't maneuver enough to to, to make it. So you know, Penny takes off walking. And, yeah, partake. Penny takes he, off walking. The people is he getting mobbed? Do people know it's Penny Hardaway? Well, we were already in the in the arena by the time all that happened. They um, got us off the sprinter van and then shuttled players from the van to the arena and then the staff just ended up walking. Um, but even man, even when the the van like our van was coming through that that street, people were, you know, walking up to our van. They didn't know who was in it, so they were asking for autographs. They were trying to sell tickets, um, just kind of staring at us the whole time. So I can only imagine, you know, Penny Hardaway walking that half mile. That's just incredible. All right, so you get in the arena, and what's the scene like there? It looked spectacular. Man, we get in the arena, and it sounds like a Latin nightclub, right? Like they have a DJ and – um, the music's just blaring. There's uh, several thousand people already in their seats about, what, 45 minutes before tip-off. Um, but, man, there was it felt, like, it felt like Vanderbilt last year, the opener, with no AC. There was AC, but it was, <laughs> there was definitely no AC. Well. That was toasty at Vandy, yeah. Um, and and by, the time, by the time the game tipped, it was a standing-room-only crowd. I believe the capacity was like 8,400 and – you know, every single seat was filled loud. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely loud. It was interesting. Like when the, they, they played the U S national anthem and then they played the, you know, their national anthem, the DR one. Um, and everybody's singing along and, um, it, it was just a, I don't know. It, it felt like the crowd was, I guess, more unified, right. than even at American sporting events. Right. Well, they're 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 yeah. That's, they're, it's exciting for them, right? They got the they got the FIBA World Championships coming up and and everything else. So um, David Ortiz was there. Did and, you see and, that? Yeah, I saw that big poppy there. It was an event. <laughs> it was an event. And I think, given that, given the the fact that they got pros on their team, given the, the fact right. that it was an event, given the fact that Memphis was just thrown together, basically, uh, you know, some players, you know, arriving days before. I thought it was a pretty damn impressive performance. How about you? No, absolutely. Like you just said, it. Um, the fact that four of those players joined this team in the past eight days, Jalen Young just hopped on the, the plane. Like he met them <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> he had not been on campus. Um, and obviously he didn't play, but, you know, for, for this team to be constructed essentially in the, in the past two weeks and, um, you know, to have the second half they did, obviously they fell behind by 14 in the first half, but I think that was just a matter of, uh, you know, missing shots, you Mr. know, which is not shots. something yeah. that you know is, is super alarming to me at least. But, you know, to, to rally back from being down 23 in the third quarter and to make it a game, um, I thought that was certainly impressive. So who impressed you the most? Javon Quinterly. Um, you know, he wasn't the leading scorer. Caleb Mills uh, led the Tigers with eight. 18 points, but uh, Javon had, I think it was, I want to say it was eight points in the final five minutes. And, you know, it was a three pointer that he had hit that, you know, that cut it to five. Um, and in the next possession, he gets a, he gets a layup that makes it a three point game and forces, um, you know, a DR timeout. Uh, just to, just to kind of see him take control and, um, you know, I guess be that alpha dog, right? Like in crunch time, uh, what was special. Uh, I thought David Jones looked great uh, for the for the Dominican Republic. Uh, and he is, was fantastic. Yeah. Any sense? Do are we one hundred percent confident that he was going to be a Memphis Tiger? 
Yeah, absolutely. We caught up with him um, after the game, and, and he just, you know, talked about how excited he was. He was uh, chatting with the players uh, post-game, that a long embrace. Uh, he's just waiting on, you know, finishing, finishing school at St. John's. Their summer session ends, I believe, August 10th. Um, and he has to get reapproved for a student visa is, is what he said. Um, so he anticipates being on campus by the 15th or 20th. Um, I will say that I was surprised by Carl Scherenfont, who looked really good in 16 minutes. Um, I guess I never imagined that he would be someone who would be scrapping for playing time when the season begins. And who knows how this will all play out. But if I was, if you're going to ask me who who surprised me the most through my little screen where everyone the, the announcers talking Spanish and I don't know who the hell is who, uh, I would say Carl Scherenfont. Your thoughts? No, absolutely. And I think you know, out of the out of the four freshmen that um, that have been brought in, obviously Mikey Williams is, is is still TBD and that doesn't look good. But um, you know, Carl was the least touted, right? Out of that group, he was a you know a, a low four star, mid four star guy. Um, but he had the biggest impact last night. He looked the best out of out of that um, out of that incoming freshman class. Went five for six from the floor and just uh, kind of seemed to be everywhere. You know, a lot of those baskets were were near the rim. Grim. This is a guy yeah. that's what six five, like you know, getting offensive rebounds, scrapping for loose balls. Um, I think definitely, uh, if if that's if that's a sign of what's to come, there's a place for him somewhere in this rotation. Now, whether that means he you know uh, plays 16, 17 minutes a game, I don't think so, but Certainly, you know, an eight to nine minute a game player. Uh, Jordan Brown, your thoughts? Jordan, Jordan Brown, I think um, definitely, and, and people mention this on, on Twitter and, and social media, uh, I think it's a matter of him getting in shape, right? Like he just obviously is one of those guys that we talked about, one of those four guys that just joined the team in the past, what, seven to ten days. Um, so I think as, as the game kind of wore on, he was dragging a little bit, but uh, – Definitely, you can you know you can see the, I guess the potential there, if you will. I'm interested. I'm, it's funny because yesterday, uh, both Jeffrey and John Martin, Jeffrey, we we were talking about who's going to be the leading scorer on this team, and both of those, uh, both of those folks identified Jordan Brown. Uh, Jeffrey thought well, he wanted to get value on the bet before he bet Jordan Brown, but and then <laughs> and then John thought it was obvious that Jordan Brown would be the favorite to be the leading scorer. The thing is, Wait, a, is that is that not counting DeAndre? Are, are we considering that's, that no, that's the leading back? score for the team? That's the leading score for the team. No, no, I, I understand, but that's like even with DeAndre Williams. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's what that was. That's what they said. Oh, no, I think, I think it's DeAndre's team, and I think DeAndre is going to be the leading score if he if he does indeed get cleared. Well, I and the other thing is, I just like you in the end, you've got a. You're exactly right. Like last night, it it didn't look from afar like he was in peak physical condition. Uh, and then, like, you're going to have to feed him to get him points. And I'll, I'll be interested. Like, is it going to be a guard-oriented team? Is it going to be a de- – like, how is it going to play out? But you would pick DeAndre to be the leading scorer if DeAndre's on this team. Yeah, I thought – I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. You know, this is a guy who averaged, what, 18-9, and 17-9 last season um, and is going to be certainly the locker room and vocal leader. Um, I would think the offense would, you know, run, run through, through him, him at least, you know, majority of the time. Um, all right. Uh, again, we're talking to Parth Padyai uh, from the Daily Memphis. You can follow him on Twitter or X uh, if you've made the transition to X. Um, so what is the schedule now? Take me through the rest of this strip. How is it going to unfold? 
Yeah, so they've got two more exhibitions against Dominican select teams. We are not, or at least I am not sure who's on those rosters. You know, they play Friday evening and again Sunday evening. Uh, today they're giving the guys a, a beach day. Um, some of them are going deep sea fishing. Caleb Mills is joining the Stansberry family. That's fantastic. Um, on, a, on a deep sea fishing adventure, which um, sounds really interesting. And a couple of the guys are, are going to be hitting the beach and just kind of hanging out. Um, and I believe that the same is for the same is true for Saturday. Um, they've got kind of an off day, right. and and then they play um, Friday, and they play they play Friday, on, and they play Sunday, right? And they play Sunday. And yes. we do we do not believe those. We lucky we were lucky to get the streaming uh, for last night's game here in Memphis. Any early indication on whether there will be any streaming on those two? No, I'm told that um, they're. It's unlikely that those will be streamed, but, you know, the same thing was said about, you know, this one and, and you know, Memphis kind of, uh, I don't know if they put that together, if they found a link, but they're certainly, you know, they certainly made it happen uh, kind of just hours prior to tip off. So who knows? Yeah. And then finally, it was fun seeing Lester. He was great. Um, of course. Oh my gosh. I he loved, went, I, crazy. I loved the exchange though in your piece today. And I'd urge people to read it over at the Daily Memphian where, um, <laughs> where he evidently, like and Penny is the one who reported this. Penny said, um, "You didn't have said this to him last night. You didn't have that in your game when you were at Memphis." And Lester responded, "Oh yes, I did." <laughs> like, like I, I, I imagine. I'm sure it's it's good, all good between the two of them, and it's joking and whatever else. Yeah, but don't right. you imagine? And of course, you weren't here to cover. You know, you you weren't here to cover Lester. I think Lester probably believes. Of course he believes that he's improved since he's left, right? But I right. 100% believe that he believes he could have done more at the University of Memphis had he been unleashed. So that was sort of a – I thought that was an interesting exchange. He was giving it back to Penny. Oh, yeah, I did have it in my 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 game. You could have basically you – you could have let me do more. Man, every time um, when – I think it was the second half when, when they were coming – the, the DR team was coming down the Memphis side, right? Uh -huh. like Memphis's bench was, was close. Every time he'd make a bucket, he'd stare right at, right at the bench, right at Penny. And you could see him smirk and you know, <laughs> Penny would say something and, and he'd say something back. So that was like going on the entire second half. Right. And you're, you're absolutely right. Like reading between the lines, it, it does seem like, um, Lester probably feels that if he was given a, you know, a, a green light, so to speak, during his time at Memphis, that he could, you know, do some of the things that he did last night and that he's done in summer league and kind of um, throughout his short pro career. Man, but you would you would think that Lester Quinones was Michael Jordan. Like, that's how, that's how loud and um, that's the kind of embrace he got from that crowd last night. Every time he touches the ball, um, you know, the, the crowd's going crazy. I was sitting next to this kid. He had to be, um, I think, maybe like nine, ten years old. Um, and his dad had asked me, hey, you know, who are some Memphis players um, in the pros, in the, in the NBA? And, and I'm just rattling off names. And uh, Lester came up. And the kid got so excited. He's like, wait, Lester played for Memphis? Like, this kid was a Lester Quinones fan, you know? And that was kind of special to see. There was a lot of those out there. Well, Parth, we appreciate you joining us, getting up early and joining us. How late were you up last night? Oh man, till about till about three. Um, we didn't get back to the resort until like twelve forty-five, and then you know chatted with uh, Javon Quinterly and Caleb Mills um, about the about the game. Um, and so and then you, I did some work, well, and you've, uh, you're doing crashed. yeoman service, getting up and doing this. We appreciate it. Thank you, Parth. <laughs> appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it.
Well, that worked out well, Jeffrey. We got uh, your, your Zoom link. Is, Zoom, uh, Zoom is working better than the world. Zoom phones. is working better than, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we still have a, a busy show ahead of us. Right in the right trivia coming up in the second hour. Jeffrey, what's the prize for that? Jeff, it's a double prize. Two tickets to go see Three Doors Down next Friday night at Bank Plus Amphitheater in South Haven, as well as two tickets to 901 Wrestling's uh, Royal Rumble this weekend. Uh, and Chris Harrington coming up next. It is the Jeff Gawkins Show back in a moment, 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. You can host the best 